0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and
1: Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations Twelve Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox and I am excited to be here with you. On our last show for step four, compassion, we are going to be doing double duties tonight, talking about understanding as well as integrating this month's step into everything we've shared. And of course, I have my beautiful co host with me here, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing just fine. Looking forward to our conversation. Yes. <laughs> me too and as we always have on the last monday of the month we have the beautiful trish march as our guest coach how are you doing tonight trish i'm doing
2: great although if we're doing two things so i have to talk faster than normal that would be my question
1: <laughs> i don't know you are already talk pretty
2: fast <laughs> i know that's what um, i was thinking i'm like how faster can we go
1: so So I'm so excited to be here with you ladies good with what does compassion mean to you and then because we're trying to get in a couple things um, what does uh, how does understanding play into that
2: All right. well I will try to make them work together so compassion to me means growth because I was one of those people that was always really critical and judgmental of myself and of others as well and um, it wasn't – well, I call it like pre-coaching or PC, really. Pre-coaching, I was very judgmental, very critical. And then once I started doing coaching and I really started to see, you know, I, I my eyes were open and I got a chance to see myself in a new light as well as others. So I think that compassion for me is really growth, and giving myself the opportunity to really look at myself with innocence and look at other people in innocence. And I think that as soon as I started to recognize how fear was coming up for me, you know, and how I was treating myself, you know, how that judgment and being critical of myself and others was really impacting me, was really impacting my relationships, I started to see that, you know, by being able to work with my fear and being able to see my innocence and and give myself that self-love, you know, I was able to understand myself better. I was able to understand others better. Right, so I was able to see that relationship mm-hmm. of of all of us being one and being able to really um, nurture something different in myself that I hadn't offered myself in the past, which was really compassion, self love, and really seeing the innocence in myself.
1: Yeah, I love that, and seeing innocence is actually our tool this month that we've been sharing in our newsletter and with our group coaching. Within our group coaching program, and I love that you bring that up because I really see it um, playing a big role in compassion, especially compassion for ourselves. Um, I know that, as you said, Trish, I was a big, um, per- I a big person. That's not really what I was trying to say. I was a person that beat myself up big time, and. I still do to a certain degree, but I I see it faster and I shift out of it faster. But I used to beat myself up really good. And when I was able to see my innocence um, in my past choices and how my fear was motivating those choices and that now that I understand that I can make different choices – I was able to kind of let go a lot of that shame or a lot of that guilt that came, came with um, the judgment that I had on myself for making those choices. And so I was able to then have more compassion for my past self, but also more compassion for my current self that was still, you know, practicing and doing the best I could with what I had um, or what I have. And, um, that was a big component of moving forward with compassion for me. So I love that you brought that up. Mm.
2: This is a long pause, you guys.
1: Mm. <laughs> Nobody oh, wanted yeah. to speak. After We're glad you, glad you brought it, it up all. too. <laughs> mm. Mic drop, I guess. Um, But I think that this month we have uh, talked a lot about compassion and different aspects of compassion. And that our listeners really have gotten a lot out of the different guest coaches that have come on this month and what they've shared. And what Terry and I have shared. Because compassion is such a huge step. And it's really not until you get into it that you realize how deep this work can go with compassion. Wouldn't you say that, Terry?
0: Well, I would definitely say that. It's, uh, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more with everything that Trish said, and it, it mirrors my experience as well in terms of uh, not being a very happy person and and really. Looking at other people's success as taking away from my you know my opportunity for success and being judgmental and jealous and and really not uh no compassion for myself and and really the compassion I had for others I don't know how true truly authentic it was, so it was um uh, a huge step for me when I became associated with fearless living. And I, in Fearless Living, we discover what our essential nature is, which is the thing that we have denied ourselves, but is really who we are. And mine was compassion. So that was a real eye opener because I had never, I don't know that maybe when I was little, I had compassion for myself. I can't remember, but I, I didn't really give myself any compassion. I beat myself up. I was a perfectionist. I felt like I had, if I didn't do everything perfectly, I had no value. And so it was a great opportunity for me to start to practice compassion for myself. The, the good thing about that was once I could honestly love myself and have compassion for myself, uh, give myself a break, see my innocence, then I was able to turn that around to others, which then allowed me to have a sphere of influence. Uh, that allowed others to have compassion for themselves as well, which I think is one of the my most um, valued perk of being a coach is to helping others to to learn to love themselves and to have compassion for themselves. But another aspect of seeing your innocence and seeing others' innocence and having compassion is you you actually then um, access forgiveness. And I think forgiveness is a is a big component of compassion because it's understanding uh, that you've done your best it's understanding that you you didn't do those things on purpose um, and probably the people that you forgiven in your life were just doing the best that they could do as well and so I think forgiveness comes as we learn to have compassion and understanding for our innocence and that we're doing the best we can, that we have needs and we get those needs net, met sometimes inappropriately or in ways that aren't, um, you know, as acceptable as other ways. But again, we have to see our innocence. We have to see that we, we we didn't know how to get our needs met. And that's what we learn in fearless living is how to have compassion for ourselves, to get our needs met and to understand behaviors that will lead to our inner peace and our joy, and so I think forgiveness is a big part of compassion as well, and a big part of understanding the process of compassion and how to um, direct that forgiveness to ourselves and then to others. Mm-hmm. I, I agree yeah. with
2: that. I think forgiveness is really important. I I also feel like you know at, at points in my life I've allowed myself to be the victim of situations and. I think, you know, being able to offer myself compassion has really opened me up um, in a lot of ways I wouldn't have expected, right, because I was the victim of different situations or, you know, I victimized myself in a lot of cases. I would sabotage myself and make myself the victim, and so I wouldn't succeed. But uh, really looking at that and understanding more about why I did that and what (laughs) – you know, what the root cause was, like what my trigger is for fearless, you know, fearless living and, you know, how fear was really showing up and was affecting me really helped me develop an understanding and, and to offer myself forgiveness and to really give myself mm-hmm. that self-love so that I could yeah. move out of that. And, you know, and you talked about jealousy and judgment and, and things like that. And I, I have to say that that is a growth process, right? And, you know, sometimes it comes up again when I don't expect it. But I, I feel like, you know, after, you know, these six years of doing fearless living <laughs> and just living with myself and offering myself compassion and constantly yeah. yeah. um, recognizing where I am and what's going on and grabbing on to the tools that we have with fearless living, the proactive behaviors, and really giving myself compassion, love, and forgiving myself, you know, I've gotten to the point where now I'm feeling good like I you know I don't have to, I'm not feeling victim like a victim of anything I you know in, in situations that in the past I would have judged myself or maybe felt lacking I'm feeling good and you know maybe I don't feel like I'm on top of the world in those situations but I definitely am accepting myself and feeling more detached so that emotion yeah. comes up when you're jealous or, you're judging or or you're feeling critical or you're really, like, in those nasty feelings. Like, you know, I don't have that anymore. You know, and that takes yeah. work um, to a certain degree and, and practice, right? It doesn't take work. It takes practice. Practice getting yeah. there. And then, you know, the realization that that may come up again in a different situation. And that's just a great
0: opportunity for growth yeah I, I couldn't agree more I think you know those are just feelings right <laughs> jealousy yeah. anger you know judgment those are just feelings and we're still going to have those feelings come up but what I one of the tools of fearless living is called fly and that's frequency length and intensity and they come up much less frequent they're yep. much less last much less, you know, a shorter amount of time, and they're not as intense as they used to be. So I still might get jealous when I see somebody get something that I want. That's just being human, right? And it's a feeling, but it doesn't happen very often, and when it does, I can quickly, I recognize it, that I had an expectation, I know my core value and my intention, and there's just not that intensity or that that desire to beat myself up over it or allow myself to feel that victim, you know, that victim mentality. So I always tell my clients, you know, if they if anger was an issue or, you know, whatever was the issue, you're still going to have those feelings, but how frequent are they? How long do they last and how intense are they? And as those things, those three things decrease, it shows the growth, right? Just what you're talking about. So, yep. you know, if I'm, if, I, I still can get angry. I mean, I used to be angry all the time, but I can still feel anger, but not nearly as often as I used to. I mean, very infrequently now, and it doesn't last too long, and I can I can start to, to analyze why am I feeling this way? Is it because I had an expectation? Is it because I'm tired? Am I thirsty? Am I hungry? You know, whatever it is. And then it just never gets to that level of intensity where my whole body was tight and my heart was feeling like it was going to, you know, explode, which I used to get that angry. So that's a lot of growth and that's a lot of positive movement, you know, towards uh, recognizing my feelings, feeling them and letting them just go through me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, Um. a feeling that comes up, came, well, still comes up for me is comparison And Mm I have a tendency to compare myself to people. Um, And then, you know, I remember, okay, well, my life is different. My situations are different than this person. So they've had different opportunities. um, They have different talents. They have different skills. And I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I'll get where I'm supposed to be in the time I'm supposed to get there. And so having compassion on myself for not living up to somebody else's expectation or really my own expectations of myself and, you know, letting, letting those go and, and having compassion for uh, my path and my process and loving and accepting myself and where I am yeah yeah great well and i
0: that's compassion
1: i I,
2: one of my um just a similar story is one of my clients was doing quite a bit of comparison within her family you know like oh you know my brother is smarter than me my sister makes more money than me my you know my little sister is in a really happy relationship you know and i don't have those like I'm in a I'm in a good relationship, and I'm in a happy family, but, you know, I don't have the financial stability. I don't have the success. You know, so she was doing so much comparison, and, you know, all those feelings were coming up. And when it came right down to it, the thing that actually turned all of that situation around was forgiveness work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was amazing to see, you know, forgiving herself. You know, she had some family situations that had come up, and we did deep forgiveness work around that. And it was amazing to see the transformation that happened and how she was able to love herself more and the other people in her life and give them more compassion and understanding just by doing that forgiveness work. So really powerful tools to use around comparison and, you
1: know, giving yourself compassion.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I I definitely did that growing up as well. You know, I have really amazing older sisters and I compared to, compared myself to them all the time. And um but now I see, you know, that we all have our place. We all have our talents, we all have our gifts in the family that we share and they and so that we can all um you know, function and contribute to the family. Um, we don't. We don't want to be the same, right? We, yeah. we want to have our our individual role and our individual gift giving to the family, or that we're giving to the world. And we all do. And that's when we can really recognize that in ourselves. That each each one of us has a light within. Each one of us has a mission and a purpose. Each one of us has, um, you know, worth and, um, you know, uh, I can't think of the word I'm wanting, but we all have that. We're all needed. And it's not one is better than the other. And, um, you know, that's, that's not always easy to get to, and it definitely isn't easy to stay there. But when you know that truth inside of you, you know, it makes it a little bit easier to have compassion for yourself, a little bit easier to have compassion for others.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um. So I feel like we have, about understanding because when we can understand all of this that we're talking about, uh, it gets us closer on our path towards freedom. And I, I feel like we're starting to, well, we're, om- we're almost to the middle of our 12 steps um, a couple months away, but, you know, with awareness Willingness, connection, and and compassion. I feel like when we're connecting with ourselves, and we're connecting with those those thoughts and those feelings and those desires, and you know all the things that come with really connecting with ourselves and connecting with others. That that's really when compassion becomes most important, because you know we can we could get down on ourselves connecting with Our past self or you know connecting with choices that we made that we're not proud of but with that compassion being the next step and as Chris said seeing our innocence we can um, we can move through that step with more compassion and one of Terry's favorite uh, tools of fearless living is to have um, compassion and then be honest with ourselves And then we move on to personal accountability and compassion needs to come first because we can be brutally honest, right? And we can be mean to ourselves, but when we come through the filter or the eye of compassion, we can, we can uh, see ourselves more, uh, (coughs) excuse me, more lovingly. And then we become accountable to the things that we chose. Um, or the things that we're going to choose, and next month is accountable. So um, I'm excited to to follow this this path and continue on our steps to freedom.
0: Yeah, I think it's I I know that uh, Rhonda was inspired the way she put together put together these twelve steps because. They really build on each other. And each time you add a step, you can just circle back to the first step again, because every step that we go on the path, it goes back to an awareness, right? Because we have to be aware of whether or not, you know, aware that we are innocent, aware that we we can learn to love ourselves and have compassion for ourselves and how important that is. And then we have to be willing to, to practice it. So it, it's like every step we come to, you go back to the awareness, willingness, and connection part, because each step requires that awareness, and then that willingness to act, and then to connect it to ourselves, because there's nothing in fearless living that we do that doesn't start with ourselves. So it's when we embody the principles, and we embody the steps, and the and the strategies, and the behaviors then we're able to embody those. And she says, get them in your bones. I think that's one of her newest things she said the last couple of years, is you want those things to get into your bones. And then they're just a part of you. And then you go forward and you can take, you know, your steps become more confident. You have more courage uh, to continue the path. And it's, it's because you go back to each time you go back to the previous steps and they just build upon each other. And it always starts with awareness. Each step starts with awareness. Each decision starts with awareness. Every time we take a step out of our comfort zone it's because we're aware that, there, that we want to change, that there's something we want to do, we desire, and we're willing to face fear to do that and to connect with our goals and dreams. So it's like magic, like, you know, woo-hoo. But there's some real... um cohesiveness or synergy that comes because of the way these steps are are orchestrated and the way that they're put together. And and I think that uh, that's that's the integration when you can take all the steps and really bring them together. And now we're ready to go to the next step. And actually the next step to me is one of the most um, challenging and uh, oh. such rigor and depth to it, you know. And without compassion, uh, I just – I don't know how – I still struggle with with accountability and really understanding how I'm connected to that. So I look forward to our discussions as we move forward and we have this integration of these first four steps moving into the next step. Yeah. I
2: I agree with you, Terry. And I would also say that, you know, um, I think when you move into accountability, it would be really easy to judge yourself and judge Uh and fall back in the patterns that you've overcome in this step, right? The comparison and all that stuff. But I think that beating yourself up and really, you know, trying to, and just not doing things in a very empowered way, because accountability can be quite challenging, right? So I think it's, you know, if you didn't have compassion, you would have a hard time moving into that step. And I think that, you know, just like you said, you know, you keep going back to the previous steps. I think it's going to be really important to maintain that compassion and to understand mm-hmm. the connectedness
1: mm-hmm. as you're mm-hmm. doing this. So yep. I,
2: I totally agree with how reliant on each other and how everything is just building as you go along. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. really important to keep those core values and those core principles with you so that you can keep moving forward in a positive way. Um And yeah. also... You know, accountability, too, is it's nice to have people that you can rely on for support during that process. So I would even say a compassionate thing that you can do for yourself is to start to build support in -hmm. your process as you're going through these 12 steps. Is to really to be compassionate and see your innocence in yourself, but also as part of that innocence to realize that you can't do everything on your own and you don't have to.
0: But to start to really yeah.
2: look beyond, I and agree. Say, where can I yeah. get some support? Yeah,
0: I think because I think what it is, part of what it is, in my in my you know estimation, is that because that it requires a vulnerability. You know, it yeah. really requires vulnerability to be to be accountable and to ask for help. And no one can be fearless alone. And you get to this point of you know, understanding, awareness, willingness, connection, and compassion. And then all of a sudden you're taking on something that's, that's challenging and that means you have to ask for help. And that's what, that's why Kelly and I do fearless generations. That's why we're all coaches is because we want to be the support for people as they go through the, go through this pathway. And as they, you know, personal accountability is a part of life and, it's a part of being, being able to have compassion and love for yourself without beating yourself up. And so it's, uh, I really think it it comes down to all of a sudden you, you really need to ask for help. And that takes vulnerability and vulnerability takes a lot of courage, a lot of courage. And uh, so it's just, that's why we do this. And that's why we appreciate you so much, Trish coming on once a month with us, because you're part of our support team and it re- you really need to develop a, a support, uh, a base of support in your lives, and that's that's why I have my own coach. I think we all have coaches, and and uh, yep. you know take advantage of of the support from people who have like mindedness and understand the rigor it takes to grow and to take those to step out of your comfort zone and face your fears and and grow towards your goals and
1: dreams. Yeah. Yep, well, we are sure. almost out of time, ladies. So I want to give surprise, you surprise. Trish, an opportunity. I want to give you an opportunity to uh, remind our listeners of how they can uh, find you and connect with you. Well, great, Kelly. Thanks for the opportunity. Anybody that would like to work with me
2: or learn more, you can go to TrishMarch.com to learn more. Or I also have a Facebook group that is just about ready to go. Private um, and it's uh, growing to growing to greatness, and uh, we're all about building community and supporting each other in growing into the greatness that we are, so it's helping you understand how great you are and making you embody it or helping you to embody it so um really excited to have you as part of that group if you're interested so
1: growing to great or growing into greatness
2: with Trish March Thank you
1: Yeah, make sure that you post that in the group and on the page so that people can easily go in there and become a part of the group. And we definitely do appreciate – sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I will definitely do that. Okay, good. And we definitely appreciate you being here, and um, especially since it's uh, 1230 for you now, um, we really (laughs) do uh, appreciate you giving um, us of your time. Um, We also want to to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom are created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute, and if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go check it out at fearlessliving.org, and you can find out more about Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org, as well as on our Facebook page and in our Facebook group, which is called Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations. Uh, Please go there and check us out and see about our upcoming uh, activities and events and workshops so that you can learn even more about how you can be fearless. Especially since this Wednesday, we have a free one-hour workshop, and it's going to be all about how you can change your life with the tool of acknowledgement. So I really encourage you to check that out and get on um, over to the workshop and be a part of that. And uh, until next time, everybody, be 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 fearless. Good night. Good night.